a corresponding aim is to show that unconditional election therefore does not contradict biblical expressions of God's compassion for all people, and does not rule out sincere offers of salvation to all who are lost among the peoples of the world. The Perplexing Texts 1 Timothy 2.4, 2 Peter 3.9, Ezekiel 18.23, and Matthew 23.37 are the texts most commonly cited to show that God's will is for all people to be saved and none to be lost. In 1 Timothy 2.1-4, Paul says that the reason we should pray for kings and all in high positions is that this may bring about a quiet and peaceable life that is, pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. In 2 Peter 3, 8 and 9, the Apostle says that the delay of the second coming of Christ is owing to the fact that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is as a day. The Lord is not slow to fulfill His promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. In Ezekiel 18.23 and 32, the Lord speaks about His heart for the perishing. Have I any pleasure in the death of the wicked, declares the Lord God, and not rather that he should turn from his way and live? I have no pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the Lord God, so turn and live. In Matthew 23.37, Jesus says, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it! How often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing! It is possible that careful interpretation of 1 Timothy 2.4 would lead us to believe that God's desire for all people to be saved does not refer to every individual person in the world, but rather to all sorts of people since all people in verse 1 may well mean groups such as kings and all who are in high positions, verse 2. It is also possible that the you in 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, refers not to every person in the world, but to professing Christians, among whom, as Adolf Schlatter says, are people who only through repentance can attain to the grace of God and to the promised inheritance. Nevertheless, the case for this limitation on God's universal saving will has never been convincing to Arminians. And for our purposes, this case is not decisive, since other texts are more compelling. Ezekiel 18.23.32.33.11 and Matthew 23.37 surely point to God's desire that all people be saved. Therefore, as a hearty believer in unconditional individual election, I also rejoice to affirm that there is a real sense in which God does not take pleasure in the perishing of the impenitent, that He desired to gather all the rebellious inhabitants of Jerusalem, and that He has compassion on all people. My aim is to show that this is not double talk. My purpose is not to defend the doctrine that God chooses unconditionally whom He will save. I have tried to do that elsewhere, and others have done it more extensively than I. Nevertheless, I will try to make a credible case that while the texts cited above may indeed be pillars for God's universal love and universal saving desire, they are not weapons against unconditional election. Naming the Ways God Wills Affirming the will of God to save all, while also affirming the unconditional election of some, implies that there are at least two wills in God, or two ways of willing. 
it implies that God decrees one state of affairs while also willing and teaching that a different state of affairs should come to pass. This distinction in the ways God wills is not a new contrivance. It has been expressed in various ways throughout the centuries. For example, theologians have spoken of sovereign will and moral will, efficient will and permissive will, secret will and revealed will, will of decree and will of command, decretive will and preceptive will, and voluntas signi, will of sign, and voluntas beneplaciti, will of good pleasure, among other terms. Criticism of the Two Wills in God Clark Pinnock referred disapprovingly to the exceedingly paradoxical notion of two divine wills regarding salvation. In Pinnock's edited volume, A Case for Arminianism, Randall G. Basinger argues that if...